How many bones do sharks have in their bodies? Uh, uh, 131? The answer is none. Um, oh, which is cartilage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a trick yeah. question. I guess it's a trick question. See, yes. I, I was curious because I'm like, you're, you, I guess, maybe grew up with more shark facts than I did as they are, a, they are around you. They um, were... And they weren't. Um, okay. I never saw a shark in the water. Um, mm. Okay. And yeah, I never. I did eat shark once. How was it? Did it noticeably it's better? Fine. Okay. It's it's, it's like a weird. It's just like a fish that tastes a bit like chicken. It's not that good. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's like worse than fish and also worse than chicken. So there's yeah. no reason. <laughs> did you see? To ever eat it? There's this shark tracking app where people are able to track sharks. Um, and they have like names for the sharks, like Bobby and like Tony and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and there, there was recently someone found, uh, the mapped out track of one of these sharks and it made a shark, like a shark <laughs> out. <laughs> and they're like, this shark, it's not a hoax. That's no, real? it's, it's real, real tracking. Um, they're like, this is fascinating. The shark. It's just crazy how I didn't know how far sharks went. Like they go all the way up like, oh, past yeah. They go like Nova Scotia all the way down to Florida. Um, they they get around. Yeah, well traveled animals. Yeah, just like you. Um, just like me. I'm like a shark. You, That's what I've always said to people. You had like, what to... animal describes you? I say a shark. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with Jeff. He'll kill you. Um, <laughs> Wait, are you standing right now? I'm not standing. No. Oh, because I am standing. You are standing. I, I could kind of tell. Yeah, you seemed like yeah. a guy that was standing. Um, <laughs> Um, um, I am, if you've noticed from the thing that says like maple products and there's yes. like a moose, mm -hmm. uh, I'm in Vermont right now. Yeah. Um, t well, yeah. because you've had to evacuate the state yeah, of Florida. Yeah, so kind of, kind uh -huh. of. So Run it I down. Already... I know as much as the fans, to be honest. Yeah. I'm very out of touch with what you're Right, yeah, because like. <laughs> whenever I text you, Carson responds, don't talk to me, loser. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't know I, what's happening. No, I literally say that, yeah. Yeah, um. he does. It's it's actually quite mean. Um, <laughs> uh, so what happened was, you know, there was a big hurricane that was supposed to directly hit my parents' house. Uh huh. Um, and I was gonna go with them to Vermont, uh, mm -hmm. anyways. Yeah. Um, so what we did was we just moved that trip forward by like four okay. days. Nice. So it wasn't that like scary. It was just kind of like, well, we were guess, gonna go. Yeah. Well. Well, the scary part was that, you know, there was supposed to be, like, catastrophic damage, yeah. which there was to parts of Florida, but uh -huh. um, it hit south of where it was projected to hit when we left, so it ended mm. up not really doing anything to my parents' house. Okay. Um, and then obviously doing... Yeah. Yeah, like, a, I mean, if you've seen the pictures, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's not great, but, um, okay. yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty big issue yeah. in Florida. But we won't get into that. You can, I'm sure, Google that. That's, it's not the most happy thing. No, I mean to that's... talk about. This is like a happy podcast. And RC Carson, yes. I'm like, look at that guy. That guy's happy. Yep, and very laggy uh, for that one sentence specifically. But yeah, we're back. Yeah, because um... <laughs> I am in the mountains, which is the internet's not good here. Uh, but we, I, I've yes. been like apple picking. Oh, um, nice. Hiking. Nice. That's. That's funny because I went to Apple Fest today, so we're both kind of in our Apple. Yeah, but like, modes. did you pick the apples off the tree? I didn't pick them off the tree. No. Yeah, I, so you're I, kind of like a, a I'm, imposter. I'm a fake Apple enthusiast. Yeah, I really. Yeah. Um, yeah, you gotta you come even, out to Vermont and yeah. pick them off the tree. This guy likes Apple so much; he's got Apple ear products in his ears. So <laughs> and and my my Apple laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really showing me up. Um, yeah. You yeah. just have blue, a blue mic stand. That's it. Yeah, nothing. You're special. just a fan of blue. Um, yeah, I will say, if anyone is near Chicago or in Chicago, you should hit up Apple Fest. 
it's well, it's over now, so you're gonna have to wait for next year. But so wait, uh, but if you're anyone near Vermont, yeah, you can go apple picking. Get out there, yeah, man. Get out there. I mean, you have to don't don't just like go to an orchard and start picking the apples because they like uh-huh. charge you a little bit of money, and then you have like a bag mm. that you can fit as many as you want into the bag. Yeah, uh, don't just steal apples. That's, I'm not I'm not telling you to steal apples. Just yeah. to be very clear, <laughs> you can, they'll send you to prison. And then I mean, probably you're... not. They'll probably just yell at you and be like, "Come on, <laughs> come on, man!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It must be beautiful there in the fall. Nice autumnal time to be in Vermont. You like <laughs> what word did you use? Autumnal. Isn't that that's a word? Autumnal. I feel like it is. It's just an awkward word to say. Weird way. Yeah. It. It was not the sentence to use it in. I'll say that. Um. But I bet Vermont is looking very autumnal is that's a more proper <laughs> it's, wave yeah a lot of you know leaves are starting to change colors here yeah yeah um there's some mountains a lot yeah, of trees yeah. and some some rocks mm-hmm. yeah nice. so that's that's cool how has your week been though <laughs> I, mean, I went to apple fest i went to apple fest i went to see blonde which was not the movie today but uh, hopefully will not be the movie anytime soon. I don't think we should talk about that movie. Uh, um, can I get your very quick thoughts on it? Because it looked uh, interesting. Also, it's pretty bad. Blonde is pretty bad. It's kind of a big mess, and it's incredibly disrespectful. <laughs> it's just like hilariously, not hilariously. That's the wrong word. But um, just not good. Not good um and i got a video on that coming so we'll just okay keep, keep the blonde stuff out of out of this podcast um but yeah i guess i did that um not not a ton not not oh, yeah i didn't mention this but we, yeah we drove up from florida which is a very long drive yes that is Vermont, so the entirety dude, of the country really that's <laughs> north to south yeah yeah not east um, to west because if we drove to like seattle that would be That'd be a different a nightmare. Story. That would be like like forty something hours, I think, of driving. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. This, I think, grand total was probably like twenty four. Still pretty, maybe. pretty decent though. Um, yeah, and also well, there was like a dog in the car too. So yeah, you well, had the the dog was just barking a lot, oh, and then you'd be like, "Fine, we'll let you out to pee." That's how it is. And then, yeah. Um, I say we get into the movie today. I say we get into the movie too uh, I because I that was that was getting really rough. I was talking about a dog barking in a car. <laughs> Gotta let the dog out. Uh, Twenty four. Yeah, I'm like something yeah, else. Yeah, uh, just really <laughs> uh, blonde. Uh, we like, went really, to TIFF. We don't have much to talk about this week, but we do have a movie. Um, we do have a movie that we saw. We did at see TIFF. Um, you yeah, paid the, money. The we saw premiere. the world premiere. The world premiere. You sat in the last yes. row. Which means technically, yes. Um, if you're talking about like nanoseconds, you saw it last yes. of everyone in the theater for the world premiere. <laughs> the light reached you last. <laughs> yep, yep. So honestly, it's or, really like you weren't even at the premiere. I was barely you saw it at so the much premiere. later they, than I did. Yeah, yeah. They barely let me in. <laughs> I everyone was laughing a little bit too early for me. I yeah, was like, wait, you were like, oh, all the jokes are ruined. What's the funny part? <laughs> wait, oh, that's the funny part. Um, yeah. Um, and I actually just coincidentally saw this movie like two hours ago today. I rewatched it. Oh, so it. Um, you're going to show me up with how much you remember it. Yeah, I'm extra, to me. I'm extra prepared, prepared. Um, and one I sat thing I, pretty yep. near the screen this time. Okay. So different. So you were the one laughing early this time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's uh, how this works. Yes. Just now we'll get into it. And I yep. will say um early indicator of how we feel about the film uh yeah. you saw it twice i did see it twice yes so it is a very um, i will say rewatchable film absolutely and that is yeah it, it kind of proved a lot of points that i had uh on this rewatch i'm like yep still good um so all this... right let's let's hear your let's hear your <laughs> little thing you do the so this is a movie uh <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> <This> is, uh <laughs> <this> is a movie <laughs> This is a new rom-com, big blockbuster rom-com, uh, directed by Nicholas Stoller, produced by Judd Apatow, and uh, written and starring Billy Eichner. And the synopsis reads, Bobby is a neurotic podcast host, look at that, 
who's happy to go on Tinder dates and con- content not to have a serious... Oh, oh, wait. Okay. Let me reread this because I didn't know what this... Bobby is a neurotic podcast host who's happy to go on Tinder dates and content not to have a serious relationship. That all changes when he meets Aaron, an equally detached lawyer who likes to play the field. Repeatedly drawn to each other, both men begin to show their vulnerable sides as their undeniable attraction turns into something resembling a commitment. That is a very wordy synopsis for a pretty simple movie at the end of the day. I think Letterboxd is like one line and it's just two men with commitment issues uh, attempt a relationship and that's that's all you need to know that's all you need to know um yeah but you get a bang for your buck um <laughs> yeah, bang for your buck imagine <laughs> if you had to pay for that synopsis that you read every yeah. week <laughs> that's, that's, like yeah all the patreon money that's going right into the synopsis right into these synopses that we because we can't figure it out ourselves so that's yeah um the film now this has been honestly on my mind up until the release because it is a big budget blockbuster mm-hmm. that is pitching itself as being like this big crowd pleasy movie um as like a return to like the blockbuster rom-com um and i've really been curious about how this thing would do at the box office oh and i was about to bring up that exact point Carson. yes so simpatico let's hear there it. we let's go hear it. It uh, promoted as the first gay romantic. This is from the New York Times. Promoted as the first gay romantic comedy from a major studio. Bros sold 4.8 million in tickets, about 40 percent less than expected, which is not not good numbers. That's not good. Um, now, do you think, um, as was noted by the Oscar expert, yeah, on Twitter, that the poster has anything to do with that? Do you think I, that the poster is dissuading people? Um, from like people who just like kind of show up to the theater and like, what am I going to watch? The fact that the poster is just kind of like, there's no faces on it. Interesting. I didn't even, I, first of all, I didn't see this tweet. Um, that, and that's an interesting point. Um, I personally really like the poster. Like, I think it's, it's clever and simple and yeah, it's, it, it follows this like, this is going to sound ridiculous. It follows like this McDonald's color theory that like red and yellow together are very appealing to people. <laughs> and I'm like, there's this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew this would sound ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just like, for some reason, the colors of this film in that poster, at least just they pop and you're like, oh, that looks like something fun that I want to see because it's red and yellow. Now, and that's <laughs> a, a counterpoint to the theory you just proposed. <laughs> It, it, it sold 40% less than expected. Yeah, so <laughs> clearly that's not really the case. Um, I, yeah, I just, I do kind of see where, because pe- a lot of people, I don't know uh, the exact amount, obviously. It's hard to quantify this. Yes. Um, they show up to a theater without an explicit film that they're like set on watching. I think there are people that do that. Yeah. Or there are people that are there to see a film yeah. and then they'll see what else is playing or they'll look at the other posters and plan what they want to see next. And I really yeah, yeah. think that the poster is is good after you've seen the film, but that's not the point of a poster, right? Mm-hmm. Like once you've seen the film, you're like, ah, that's a clever poster. Yeah, um, it's. But I just feel like if you don't know that much about the film, um, you're like, who's even in this? If you just look at the poster. Yeah, well, and that's another factor, and I think why it's kind of underperforming is that the top build cast in the film. I mean, Billy Eichner has like Billy on the street, which is yeah. like, you know, it's viral. It's like a big internet thing. Like it's, it's had plenty of success, but he's not like, I would not he's consider not, Billy Eichner. No, I would not consider him a list. The yeah. other guy, Luke McFarlane, who's great in the film, but he is yeah. even lesser known. <laughs> yeah. Like it really, it, it is cool. And it's like, this is all, all film quality aside. Like it's, it's a great movie, but it is like kind of not the most famous cast, which is yeah. I, I get would be a hard draw for a lot of people. I think that's actually um, a tremendous point. I think this film <laughs> would have performed much better if they managed to get Julia Roberts in the film. Yes. Well, I was thinking Ryan Reynolds. Uh, no, I think Julia film. Roberts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just based on that's like the rom-com. Yeah, yeah, person. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I... What was I going to say? Oh, also, we're kind of beating around the bush. I think a big part of maybe part of its lack of success is a lot of middle America kind of boycotting this film. There's a lot of like weird homophobia surrounding it that yeah. it, that existed 
before the film even came out. Like, I remember when the first trailer dropped, even people that really liked the movie were like, mm, not not the best trailer. I personally did not mind. I was like, I think it looks fun. Um, but a lot of people, this film is very in your face, unapologetically gay and LGBTQ and like because of that I think a lot of people are just really turned off by it especially yeah I don't know amidst the the success of something like Top Gun which is great I really love Top Gun but it it does there's been a lot of people online that have been like this is what a good blockbuster move like we need more of like the traditional (sighs) like straight action comedy or not comedy but like (laughs) just like this kind of traditional way of looking at it and, yeah. and they see something like this that is co- the complete opposite really and i don't know it's just it was not the thing that got a lot of the middle of america excited <laughs> and um, you know um just the way capitalism works um uh-huh. there that's you know there's a reason why this is the first major studio you know gay rom-com mm-hmm. it's because it's not something yeah. that historically would have been easy to sell yeah yeah, and it has been, like, hard for them. They've been... The promo for this film has been out of, like, crazy. Like, I see it everywhere, and they're really pushing it, and it just... It sucks that the film is not doing well. I, I'm hoping, you know, maybe, like, a word-of-mouth thing or, like, once it drops on streamers or something. But You like, know, once this podcast comes out... Once this podcast comes out, <laughs> things are gonna boom, yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Um yeah. Just and for the record, uh Carson was joking. <laughs> that is not true at all. If anything, we might hurt the We could the hurt film it. Sales. We could hurt it, yeah. Um but yeah, that's all that aside. Um what is weird though is that I when I saw it today, I saw it in a packed theater at 4 p.m., which is not I guess it's a Sunday, but it was a packed theater of people like howling just like they were at TIFF, which was surprising. I was kind of like I don't know if it's going to be able to live up to that world premiere screening and still doesn't even though I got a better seat, but it's still like very like good crowd pleasing time. Um, Yeah. And and the reason for that is pretty obvious that it's because you're in Chicago. That is true. Yep. Yep. I mean, I think that (laughs) it's probably not having any issues in the major cities. No, no. Um, But you know, in like, cedar rapids or something it might be a tougher (laughs) i I just threw them right under the bus yeah yeah well i was uh, sorry for anyone living in cedar rapids Iowa. i got cousins in cedar rapids iowa i've been there many times have they seen the film uh they have definitely not i've not asked them but i know for a fact they haven't seen this movie i'm more curious i'm like what's the thing is it's not like this is like some of the movies we've talked about on here where it probably isn't playing in clearwater florida but uh this is probably playing oh, clear water this and is playing everywhere yeah i'm that's that's what sucks is it's everywhere and not yeah. a lot of seats but anyway the film itself <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh this is podcast is a disaster yeah um what did you think of the movie jeff um i liked it a lot i mean mm-hmm. as a rom-com it is a resounding success yes it it delivers in both the rom and the com uh i think we can agree on that for sure yeah um and i don't know it's just like it's especially on a rewatch i i think i thought it was more i thought it was funnier than it was romantic the first time i saw it like i didn't know if i really felt the chemistry but the second time around i got a little bit more of that and i was like no i think it kind of hits it out of the park in both both sides um yeah now one qualm we both had upon seeing it the first time was the length that the the notorious judd apatow <laughs> length yeah yep it's it i well i'll say on the second watch it it's you still feel it it is such a meaty movie um and honestly i don't know if it's fully like that you need to cut scenes out entirely i think the scenes themselves just need to be shorter because they mm-hmm. really like just let them go loose with these conversations and like it's kind of like the the judd apatow like improv comedy thing uh and i'm like a lot of it's funny which yeah but yeah now how would you feel if they just sped up the entire film about 1.2 times (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that would the be... The runtime would be oh, shorter. Not, it would be shorter. It might mess up um, the comedic timing for some of the jokes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i well the thing is like billy eichner already talks very quickly and yeah yeah just non-stop so like it would just be a kind of exhausting <laughs> yeah i mean you know they sell uh blu-rays and stuff uh, uh-huh. specifically of altered versions of films like there's a johnny mnemonic black and white edition yep yep uh so what if they just did <laughs> bros 1.2 times speed edition <laughs> Joe's what bros would be the most random movie too if they do were like bros in black and white. And like, okay. No one really needed yes. that, but sure. No. I've always been curious when they do the black and white editions, how different the experience is and if you just set the contrast or whatever or saturation I mean on your TV to like zero. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why don't you just put the by the normal one and set yeah. your saturation to zero? Um rent uh demi from the, you know, Cars cast alum and from Letterboxd. Yeah, Demi uh, Adjuibe. Yes. I think he, it might have been him that posted on his Instagram story once that uh, him and his friends bought the Ratatouille Blu-ray and made it black and white, did French audio and English subtitles <laughs> <laughs> to make it seem like an old French New Wave film. That's pretty funny. Uh, so we could do that with bros, too. We could. Bros in French. <laughs> um, yeah. I... What was I going to say? Oh, so yeah, it it definitely needs to be cut down uh, just because I honestly think that might even bring, that could do something to the, the success of the film because it's just such a meaty m- movie and it's like such a time commitment. <laughs> Not that like yeah. I'm complaining. I, you know, I would prefer it's shorter. I have no problem with long movies, but like, you know, it's, it is a commitment. Um, yeah. That like, you know, that, that happens. Yeah. Long films you never get around to. <laughs> Like Heat, when I br- went on that other person's pod, like Which people's crazy. podcast, yeah. and pretended that I saw the end of it. When yeah. I, I literally, like after an hour and a half, I'm like, I don't have time for this. It's like, I know that yeah. I'm only halfway through. Yeah. And let me just say another thing about Blonde. It's nearly three hours long, and that's one of the worst parts about really? it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, But yeah. You probably watched Some Like It Hot like three times. I know. <laughs> I've never seen Some Like It Hot, and the movie references it so many times. Oh, it's good. Yeah, okay. You've seen it. Um, I yeah, it's it. a Florida film. It, it they is. make us watch it. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, I... Yeah, I really like this. The Another issue I have with this is that... And I'm not going to spoil, but the last 20 minutes of the film kind of just do whatever it feels like doing and forgets about how... Because I think for the most part, it's it's a really like well-structured-out film. Um pacing like maybe not but like i'm like okay yeah this this hits the right beats for this relationship but the last like 20 minutes of this film are just kind of like what you could cut all of it <laughs> and <laughs> i don't know it, it gets a little too sappy for me yeah it's it, i kind of agree it felt like you know they were really trying hard to wrap yeah. up the film in a very conventional way when i think yeah. you could just let the audience assume that that was going to happen right right there there's a yeah i'm like looking at a lot of that is the thing is like you look at a lot of classic rom-coms like harry met sally and it's like you get in like a tight 90 minutes like that's what a rom-com should be and we all know where it's going but yeah um i don't know it just has a lot of moments that are like you know this celebrity and and, and hugh grant is in it and he he just like looks kind of like a doofus Yep, <laughs> he's like a, doofus, you know, minded We all but he's like kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely is the king of rom coms, in my opinion. Yeah, um, and Julia Roberts. That's why Notting Hill is the number one rom com. Yeah, <laughs> both of them are in it. <laughs> um, Tom Hanks, you know, tried to be a rom com. He's not a rom com guy. He's not a rom com guy. I just watched Catch Me If You Can for, and I don't really remember yeah. it from a kid, but it was so it kind of felt like the first time. And Tom Hanks is so goofy in that movie. Yeah. Uh, also, it's crazy that that's based on a real guy. Oh, yeah. That movie. I love that movie. It's a crazy movie. It's so fun. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about today. No, um, we're talking about bros. The I, spiritual successor. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like Billy Eichner. Um, yeah. I think he's probably the best performance here. Uh, he just is able to carry it. I think he's way more dramatic than I expected him to be. Like, he can do dramatic scenes really well um 
like we said, I guess Luke McFarlane, he's pretty good. He he definitely is the perfect guy for this movie. Um, I thought a little bit more about it. I'm like, I wonder if I could see this guy in like a different film. And it's it's hard to see if like, I don't know, he works outside of the rom-com genre, but who's yeah. to say? Um, yeah. I mean, all, performance-wise, it's really great. Everybody seems like they're on the same page and blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it, I. I'm just glad the film exists. I guess it's it feels I, we've talked about Fire Island, which you know the we're gonna compare them regardless, and we kind of talk about this in our TIFF episode. But like, I I just think this is like such a great return to like a big budget rom com that you can throw on any time and has enough jokes to like make it rewatchable in that way. Because Fire Island, I don't think I remember any of the jokes in it, <laughs> which I think yeah. is an issue this film doesn't have, is there's so many quotables, uh, yeah. which is just an essential piece to making a good rom-com is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. At the end of the day, it's just a really good rom-com. Regard- I mean, obviously, uh, it's important to have you know the representation elements of it. Um, yeah, and yeah. the fact that society is finally getting to a place where, the- I mean, obviously, it's not doing that well at the box office but we're getting yeah. um yeah it's just it's a it's fundamentally a very enjoyable rom-com mm-hmm. yeah and i you know there's a there's a bit of like optimism in me that i'm like i think it will slowly catch on and become like a sleeper hit because i'm like anybody who sees the film i haven't actually seen anybody that's watched it that has strongly disliked it i've, I've seen some people that are like lukewarm about it but i'm like it's pretty undeniably fun like it's yeah. it's hard to deny that it's it's a well-made like pretty funny movie and i don't know the more people that see it i'm sure it'll like kind of do word of mouth and oh. yeah which film between this and fire island did you like more this one this one i mean fire island has a lot of things i like about it. i think fire island looks a bit better like i think it was shot on film which is random but it looks i thought it looked really nice um and and i think it goes to like i don't know more interesting places than this because this is a very by the books like you can kind of see where it's going but it's the unique humor that makes it worth watching um but yeah i i think i like this one at the end of the day a little bit more just because it's one that i can see myself revisiting i think it's a lot funnier um what about you yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, they're pretty comparable. I mean, Fire Island's a little more of a brisk watch, and it yeah. it kind of jumps around on this island, which is just aesthetically a fun thing to watch. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, where this is definitely more of, like, a, a dialogue-driven film. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is very true. But, yeah, I mean, they're both, they're both good, though. Yeah. I mean, it's been a good year for rom-coms even if nobody is watching these movies <laughs> um yeah i don't know there's not a ton else to say um i think a lot of what there was to add to this that we didn't say in our tiff video had to do with the film's performance and it'll which we didn't know about the performance yet no. because we were at the world premiere yeah but <laughs> so we're like well uh i think it's it sold out it's only showing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, you know, all I can say is like, if you were on the fence about seeing it, I definitely think it's worth watching. Like, I like truly, actually, when you look at what else is out this weekend between this and Don't Worry Darling, even Pearl and fucking Blonde, I'm like, this is clearly the winner for me. I mean, this is yeah. really fantastic. And I don't know. And you know, if you're someone who's on the fence and you have enjoyed a Judd Apatow film, just the way those films are structured, uh-huh. you'll like this. Yeah. <laughs> if you like a movie that's way too long, then... Yeah, if you yeah. like a comedy that's a long a long comedy. Yeah. A, a, a long... long <laughs> It doesn't work. It sounded like it should work yeah. to combine the words. It does not. It definitely does not work. At all. Um, Yeah. Go, go see Bros, because it's very funny. And... Yeah. Can you combine your name like Karsten Runquist? Cars, mm, I Car- Carquist. So I've done this in the past, and it it said it sounds. If you took the first letter of my first name and then took out the first letter of my last name and combined those two together, 
it sounds like a bad Con- word conquest and i don't yeah i don't know why i don't like yeah i mean mine I like is where if you it's combine going it it's like jeff slow which just, just doesn't it just sounds like Joris slow yeah 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 Yeah, if you take Joris. if you do like one letter and then yeah i'm glad you have it's boris slow and not just boris i think that's a way the board just boris is a pretty bad last name uh wow I'm that's <laughs> It's kind of offensive, no, no. honestly. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna be thinking about that. Uh, all right. Well, Bros is out now. That's you heard it here first. Uh, one of many TIFF movies that we'll probably be talking about more as they come out. Um, I think it's the only one that's come out besides Pearl, and you didn't see Pearl, so. I didn't see. Hey, I'm just tired of talking about uh, okay, those movies uh, it's just, all over. Again. <laughs> just to briefly talk about Tiff again, I wa- I uh-huh. looked at all of the like award nominees and winners, and I pretty much didn't see any of them. Oh, there was like oh, two yeah, that yeah. I saw from Tiff. I saw yeah, Weird, which of- was like the you know the winner of the Midnight Madness, which is like the least prestigious award they have. Right, because right. it's just films they happen to play at midnight that are completely <laughs> arbitrary. Yeah. Like, what even is that? Why is there an award for that? I know. Well, that that one's funny because usually the Midnight Madness, I think, is reserved for, like, horror movies because that's the time. Yeah. But the winner this year was Weird, which is just yeah. the Weird Owl movie. <laughs> which, yeah. Um, yeah, you didn't see The Fablemans, yeah. which was... I didn't see Decision to Leave, which... Did that uh, win? That was... I think that wants something. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, but I... Because I, I remember I read through, like, the TIFF Award winners and I saw, like weird and that was it i think yeah yeah interesting i didn't see the fablemans i didn't see you know the whale Mm -hmm. did i even go to tiff i didn't see anything (laughs) (laughs) you saw the good stuff uh yeah i I saw saw blackening yeah i saw bros i saw brother right before bros yeah (laughs) i saw one brother and then i saw multiple yeah yeah yeah. and we saw the brother the oscar expert brothers in person which was yeah another brother um yeah where we waited i waited in line with one of them good guys the, the brother not the oscar expert the bro yeah <laughs> uh we were trying to see i like movies and then we didn't get in because it was a microscopic theater yeah and then we were like wait is that finn wolfhard and you're just chilling talking to someone yep. across the hallway yeah and then that was like a day later I, you hung out with Finn. well i went the rest is history i wouldn't say hung out but uh I made you exchange his day, numbers. Say that. You're, you're, you exchange phone numbers, yeah. presumably. We're buddies uh, now. So whenever you have a... Yeah, you're buddies. You're best friends. Yeah. Yeah, Carson has been telling me he's trying to edge me out of the podcast to <laughs> start it with Finn. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm going to be replaced. Yep. Like, I got a new one with Finn now, so... Yeah. It's called the the Finn cast. Wolfquist. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this... The Finn cast sounds like it's about fishing or something. <laughs> <laughs> what would you what would you give this movie out of five? Four stars. Not, I yep. did in fact give it four. Yep. I I would give it four as well. Um so that's that. We'll move on to questions. That's that. Um questions. We got I'm I'm excited for these. Yeah, we got one from a patron today. Uh and it is uh do we actually have two? No, I think it's just one. Oh. I think. Um I don't know how to do some of them are, are in different currencies and I don't know how to do the conversion. I'm like, maybe that's fifteen dollars. Well uh, what which currency is it? I'm gonna oh my god, I'm like blanking on which one is it Australian this, dollars? Wait. No, it's the UK pounds. It's pounds. Oh, um, so pound is actually almost parody with the dollar right now. It was actually a huge controversy okay. in uh oh. global uh you know, it's like geopolitical stuff. Yeah. Where their uh, prime minister is not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're um, not fan. Okay, I'm just gonna say personally, I'm not a fan of Liz Truss. Yeah, let it, let it be known. Back to the Cars Cast movie cast. Um, we love movies and don't talk about anything else. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we stay out of out of politics. Um, we stay out of politics. This one comes from Crow Two X, fifteen dollar patron, and it is: Have you ever gotten chills from a movie? um yes yeah i have i'm gonna try to think of which one which one i'm gonna say for this but absolutely the answer is yes carson do you know off the top of your head one you've gotten chills from uh let's see 
bros. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. Um, Which scene specifically in Bros gave you chills? The, uh, <laughs> the scene where he's on testosterone and and then it <laughs> reacts badly. <laughs> I'm going um, off the top of my head okay. here. I uh, will say that I am a massive fan of Robin Williams' mm. dramatic roles. Yes. So, for instance, a couple films that I've gotten chills from were Dead Poet Society. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I don't know if you've seen yet. Still haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it. I know that it's, is it's, it's like one of my absolutely like hard it locked into my like top 20 movies of all time. Yeah. It's it's one of the biggest movies I haven't seen, I think. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Good Morning Vietnam is also mm-hmm. a very interesting watch. Um, but yeah, yeah, you have off the top of your um, head a film that's given you chills. So recently uh you're gonna you're gonna disagree pretty hardcore with this uh but i watched i rewatched raw uh because it's how it was <laughs> it's October. are you sure that and... are you sure it was chills and not like some kind of gag reflex <laughs> the scene where she uh spoiler alert eats her sister's finger um <laughs> fully chills across my entire body uh, pretty crazy scene that with the See, I, the music that I, I, drops with it i'm just like whoa that's it's big i think you're misunderstanding the question <laughs> i don't think that those are the kinds of chills this person was asking them about. you know what we're gonna we're gonna go with that as my answer though um it was you, that's fine you gonna... know what i don't want to be the i don't want to be the like arbiter of what is acceptable to have chills so your answer is valid right 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 Thank you, Jeff. Uh, I, w- I will say something that's probably going to come off pretty shocking. Your hair is also this... looks tremendous right now. See, I, well, okay. Sidetrack here to respond to that. My hair has been awful recently, and right now it looks decent. But for a majority of this podcast, yeah. I've been looking at my camera, and I've been like, Jesus fucking no. terrible. No, know, like the, the height you have, like with like the this sides okay. are not too bushy. Yeah. Yeah, the height's good. The sides are almost too bushy, but they're not. Yeah. I, I will say, I finally found a leave-in conditioner that works really well for me. It is uh, Kevin Murphy leave-in. Uh, I think that's what it's called. It's a little bit on the pricey side, which is why I, I, re- I refrain from getting it for a long time. But if you are looking for a good leave-in conditioner, you should get the Kevin Murphy one. The, the one that's Every... light blue. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Every time you kept saying that, I kept thinking of the patron leave-in. Oh. <laughs> i'm like wow you're really obsessed with levin's conditioner yeah yeah, yeah. levin levin's conditioner um anyway yeah uh, maybe i'll do like a, a skincare routine and hair hair routine video Ooh. at some point in my life um that'd be fun on your main channel on yeah on the main channel <laughs> um this next one comes from the subreddit and i closed the tab apparently i meant to keep it open um damn damn where is it where is it they, we have a lot of good stuff on the subreddit i'll just say that oh this one comes from um 10 billion who is also a patron actually and it is would you rather live in a windmill or a lighthouse um that's that isn't this is a surprisingly good question it's a really like both are not both are not good in their own ways but are mm-hmm. kind of idyllic in some ways because it's like everyone's yeah. like i wish i lived in a lighthouse or windmill but i don't now, know one thing to note is that windmill um for everyone else listening is not the same as a wind turbine <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. windmill is like the thing in the netherlands that you know mm-hmm. like spins a like a thing to do something i don't know what a windmill yeah. does does it like does it like churn up grain or something they've all I, I think so they're kind of mysterious and like you don't see windmills that often i'll be honest yeah uh, I, you know what though? I think the answer for me is a windmill. Yeah, because a lighthouse you're like obligated to be the keeper of it because it affects all these ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this is assuming that you have to do the duties of the thing you pick. Yeah, right, right, right. Because obviously, I would pick a lighthouse if you didn't mm-hmm. have to like man the lighthouse. Yeah, because it's just like larger physically, so there's yeah. more space. But I don't want to have to be like in charge of all these ships not crashing into rocks. Right, right. Now. I'm looking at a lot of 
Wait, well, actually, maybe not. I'm looking at pictures of windmills right now, and a lot of them, which this doesn't make sense. They're, I don't know how else to say it. They're propellers, the 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 arms, the the big thing that spins around. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, the technical term is down, a spinny thing. Spinny thing. Yeah, it comes down right by the door. So I'm like, you could just leave your house one day and just get fucking smacked in the head by this thing. Yeah, which that's the the mini golf. Yes. Uh, way of dying right right i do think just also based on conditions that a windmill's surroundings are a lot tamer than Mm -hmm. those of a lighthouse because i think lighthouses exist mostly because they're uh, in kind of treacherous areas sometimes not all the time but it's i don't know i it just being next to the sea can be a bit hazardous and i say that as you who live you live by the sea (laughs) yeah um, we should um, make a film that's like the lighthouse, but it takes place in a windmill. Yeah, the windmill, <laughs> and the two guys are me and you, and we go, yeah. we go crazy. Um, and people are like, you, you, "You go crazy because you keep getting hit by the thing when you try to leave." <laughs> You're like, "Who put this here?" <laughs> we go crazy because we're trying to do a podcast, but the connection's really bad in the windmill. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's. That's a great question. I think we both fell on windmill, though. That's... Yeah. Um, well, lighthouse, if you don't have to do the duties of the lighthouse, yes, is what I yes. would say. But assuming you do, then a windmill. Um, this next one comes from Caroline0117, and it is, what are your favorite podcasts right now, other than the Cars cast? Because that's obviously number one. Smiley face. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Let's see. That uh, Unless they were saying, they were implying that we would pick the Karst cast because that would be very vain right, of us. Right, right, which that would be crazy which, if we did that. I mean, it's um, it's true. It's true. We both listen to this yeah. podcast nonstop. Like, it's actually yeah, playing yeah, in yeah. my ears right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we listened to all the Patreon. Well, actually, you know what, too. though? Te- That's how it technically, it is playing in my ears right now. I just realized yeah. this is the podcast. <laughs> well, that's what that's the joke I thought you were making. I'm like, yeah, we do no, technically. I, no, I'm not that smart to have come up with that <laughs> joke. <laughs> I'm like, we're at all the Zoom hangouts. We're at all the patrons. <laughs> uh, we never miss an we episode. We never miss. And we listen to the whole episode every time. Um, yeah, I've actually missed an episode a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, you have. I'm the, I didn't, I'm the I didn't real dedicated guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to answer the question properly. Yes. Uh, I've said this, you know, probably over a year ago at this point, mm-hmm. but the Memory Palace yeah. is a tremendous um, American history podcast. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I'll stick with that and think of, you know, maybe something else while you yeah. say your your favorite. Um, I, I'm not in a big podcast mood right now. I don't have a lot of go-tos, but one that... I did get really into a little bit ago was the lecture hall podcast by Dylan Jalula and Broly Broly Gupta. Um, I think that's her name. Uh, It's very funny. I think you have to become a patron to listen to it, which was kind of a gamble on my, I was like, okay, so I'm paying for a thing I've never listened to, but I both, I like both of their tweets a lot. I think they're very funny people. So I was like, I'm sure this will be great. And it is very funny. And I like to listen to it while I play GeoGuessr. And that's... Oh, that's that actually sounds kind of nice. It's very nice. Yeah, that's that's when I listen to podcasts. It's just like on... Chilling. Play, yeah, just very low-key. But it's like, I don't know. I'm not a big podcast guy recently. Kind of fell out of a lot of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. How, do you think that uh, we could do that model where you have to be a patron to listen to the podcast? That would be... <laughs> that would be crazy. It would be We're crazy. Not do it's that. a bold choice. I get it. Um, also, they're extra bold because their podcasts, you can literally hear the Zoom sound at the beginning of all of them. They just d- directly upload from Zoom, which is how our patron wow. episodes are. But I'm like, yeah. to make that the fit, I'm like, I guess that's bold. Um, and you know what? They're so funny that it doesn't even matter. Um, yeah. That's the attitude. Also, the daily. I like the daily. The daily's the good. Great, you know, contemporary. Yeah. Like when you're just trying to get on top of the current events. Yep. It's a it's a really well researched and you know impartial. Yes. Look at what's happening in the world. Yeah. Also, if you're if you're looking for a good film podcast, my go to 
is Kermode. Is the Karskast movie cast. No. <laughs> that's, that's not even my go-to. Um, I like Kermode and Mayo's take. Uh, they are like us, but like 50 years older. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and if you want to go... So, oh, sorry. You probably weren't done. No, that's it. That's that it. Podcast. So I want. Oh, that's it. Okay. They're just very. They're very good at talking about movies, and uh, yeah, yeah, good critics. And if you want someone that's like closer to our age, but is a little bit more specific uh-huh. with how they talk about films, the Intercut Podcast. They they do have a very good podcast. Yeah, good. Yeah, good podcast they're they're smart. kind of like us, but only but like double. Or triple as serious, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know of how they talk about, films. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's that's about it. Um, yeah, just a couple pod rec- recommendations. Um, this last one, because we'll do one more, is uh, one more. Blah 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 blah. Uh, roller skate butterfly asks favorite meme format. Um, I don't know. I mean, it seems cringy to like talk about meme format that we like like it always trying to like talk about memes seriously never goes right it always trying to analyze me yeah it it always academic falls on its face yeah um trying to think of one that i've been liking though i'm not i don't really like register the what i'm (laughs) consuming as far as memes. yeah one that's just a very specific meme it's not a format Mm -hmm. so it's not answering the question at all Mm -hmm. that was really funny to me that I remember from a couple months ago was Virtual, who's this Norwegian track mania streamer. Yeah. Uh, he does all these videos on YouTube that are these kind of like world record, um, you know, videos about track mania tracks. Uh-huh. Uh, and there was uh, this guy, Hefest, who in the old track mania game was like the best player in the world. So yeah. he had like all the records. Uh-huh. Um, and his thing was always like, and then Hefest got this run, <laughs> is how he would always like before showing like, you know, the final record. Yeah. Um, and there was a video that was some PSA where this guy is driving and his car flips and like rolls over kids. <laughs> it was just like the most ridiculous thing. But like, and they have this guy this run. There's this guy going out of control in his car flipping and crushing a bunch of children. I'll have to send you the video. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that is like not what I expected from this question. <laughs> That's so funny that that was your answer. <laughs> um, yeah, please do send me that video because that sounds really funny. Um, yeah, I I think I'm gonna just call that the answer. Have Jeff do that one, and we'll we'll wrap things up then. Um, we would like to start by announcing next week's film, which I don't think we've really talked about it, and I have no idea what we were what we would talk about. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out and keep you guys updated. Uh, but next, or we'll forget to update you, and you'll just you'll just listen to it, it whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> um, next, we like to read a review. Hopefully, there's some new reviews here, and there is. It looks like uh, we like to read a review because we like to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast. Um, and it fills space, and it definitely fills space. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> but also we like hearing it. This one comes from Michael Rennie of Great Britain, five stars. Uh, subject line: Amazing podcast, and it reads. I've been a fan of the pod since day one and still look forward to a new episode every week. Listening to Carson and Jeff talk about everything but movies never fails to put a smile on my face. From travel to food and from Space Jam to the worst person in the world, it's always fun, lighthearted, and an all-around good time. Keep it up, guys. Hey. Thank you. We appreciate you know, that. You, you get us. You you keep this, this movie podcast where we barely talk about movies on the movie and f- TV charts on these... <laughs> Uh, listening platforms, <laughs> and that's yeah. We should try to change which what it's like listed as, yeah, to something yeah, yeah. That's a lot less competitive, so we can right. be like the number one, like religious you know, podcast, yeah, like, like Jewish podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys barely talk about it, but you know, we, yeah, no, we do, we just start every episode like Shalom, <laughs> <laughs> and then never do anything about, yeah, yeah. Um, I just have a star of David like on the wall behind me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next part of the podcast is thanking the patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast. Uh, the best place to go if you would like to support the podcast, if you really, if you're like Michael Rennie and you just can't 
get enough and uh, really like us. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get exclusive bonus episodes, Q&As, shout-outs at the end of every episode. We're a little late this month on the Zoom Hangout and the bonus episode, mostly because Jeff had to evacuate the state of Florida. Uh, yeah. And I hope you yeah. guys understand. We were going to even record... Yeah, we were going to record this, but then we ended up like leaving even a day earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's... Oh. You know, things happen, and, and I hope you guys understand. Yeah. We, you're still getting this, these these perks from September, you, though. We are going to get you them. Yes. Normally, our excuses for not recording are that we just forgot or something. This is the first <laughs> time. It's like a legitimate excuse. Yeah, yeah. And it's a pretty good one. I'll say that. It's. I feel like if I were a listener, yeah. I'd be like, guys, no problem. No problem. <laughs> but anyways, you want to read those names? Yeah, here are some of those guys. Uh, thank you. Alex, Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Belly, Big Beard Pirate, Boinks, Camilla, Coop, David Borslow, David Sir, Eden, Finn Richardson, Jacob Meyer, The, Jared Armstrong, John Van Hout, Joshua Hughes, KDT, Kelly J. Smith, let's change the Google search results for PTA, Levin, thank you for talking about therapy, Liv Rob, Louis, Louis A.O., uh, Luke Warm, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Meridian, M- Michael Rennie, Monroe Page, Noah Wooten, Owen Felton, Queen of Staten Island, Rack Cooney, Riley Ost, Ryan M., Sean Kenny Loves God Save the Animals, it is a very good album. Uh, Stella Perry, Super Kelly Fragilistic XB, Aldosha Smitty, Werman Jagerman Jensen, Taylor Smileyface, Vegard Strom, Wes Kinley, Wiley Todd, Yusef A., and Zoe Hernandez McDonald. McDonald. Uh, now, that was a good point the person yeah. in the patron names had. Uh, we didn't talk about the full release of I know, the know, and we, album. We've been kind of like talking about all the singles, so we really should have touched on the album. Yeah. Um, so, real quick, uh, how do you feel about the album? I really like it. It is very... Yeah, it's good. It's funny because the singles leading up to it made me feel like, oh, this is going to be like very polished and like kind of more accessible than his other work. Yeah, it's it, and then yeah, some of the songs are so weird, um, and it's great. Honestly, I I love yeah. it. Some of them I'm not that crazy about, but like his music, I'm probably going to just grow on them or yeah, don't grow it, on me. It works. If you listen to it as a full album, but if you're mm-hmm. just pulling songs out for like a playlist, I would say there's really probably about five yeah. that would be like playlist type songs. Yep, yep. Mission, that's a really yeah. good song. Um, that's a good one. That's a playlist song. That's a playlist song. Certified playlist uh, banger. Certified by the Cars Cast yeah. movie cast. Anything else to Which say? means nothing. Jeff, anything else? Uh, I will catch you on the flip side, Karsten Runquist. I'll catch you there as well. The flip side. Flip side.